BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. <laughs> I almost said, welcome to hell. <laughs> I, wish, I, I wondered which, uh, which uh, you know, uh, phrase that people use for each other at all stages of their, uh, you know what I mean? You know how strangers will throw out those kind of words? And, uh, but also you like your dad or, you know, somebody you've known a long time. Of yeah. all the uh, of these options, which do you prefer, buddy, pal, chief, boss, or captain? Oof, buddy for sure. Yeah, all right. So I, I went with the right one. Um, <laughs> our guest today, our guest today is the um, first Samantha we've had on the show. I think. Whoa! I don't think we've had a Samantha before. She's a New York comedian who's been on the Tonight Show and the Late Show. I don't know how somebody pulls that off. And <laughs> uh, she was a writer on uh, Samantha B's show that I already forgot the name of it. Um, what's up with Samantha B? Um, anyway, her name is Samantha Ruddy. And we'll, you know, find out her middle name, of course. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, we she had, doesn't have to disclose. She had what we had one withheld, I think. Yeah, just one, and then one uh, spawn. <laughs> <laughs> Still a horrible, horrible name. All right, <laughs> let's go to work. Hello, Samantha Reddy. Hey, Doug. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. I was actually talking to Doug Millard. Hey. Okay. That's fair. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for immediately doing a bit. That happens sometimes. I always... <laughs> Anytime Doug and I are standing next to each other, I assume people are just talking to me. But... Uh... <laughs> It's even harder to discern when we're not over when we're over a, a conference call like this. Um, it's nice to have you here. You're a current champion on Douglas movies. So you're going to be back on that show soon. I am. I'm really, really excited. I kind of lucked into it. And that's, uh, you know, that's how they, the games are devised so that, uh, you know, luck is a part of it um i've always enjoyed that about game shows like jeopardy is the only one i think where luck rarely comes into play 
uh, everything else is like there's an extra luck element in, in addition to having to have some, you know, to be able to spell like on Wheel of Fortune or what have you. So, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> my my movie skills were mediocre, but my dumb luck skills were off the charts. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And, and, it, and a part of the fun for me is that it infuriates the good players. <laughs> uh, I love it. Just, when the arbitrary shit makes them lose. Um, and it infuriates me when I do it when I'm on somebody else's game show and they do that. But, you know, that's what are you going to do? I'm, I'm just paying it forward. Yeah. Life um, is an endless cycle. Yeah. So you'll be back on uh, that show sometime soon. But on this show, uh, there are no wrong answers and there and there is no winning. <laughs> um, we Everyone loses. Stuff. What's that? Everyone loses. Yeah, well, at least we all lose. We all lose an hour. It's kind of like uh, daylight savings in the springtime. We all lose an hour. Um, so we talk about names primarily, and and your name specifically. But we have a new question that I've been asking everybody at the top of the show, because between the two hosts of this show, we don't know how many tattoos we have. So I like to ask the guests if they know how many tattoos they have. Oh, um, I actually don't know off the top of my head. That, so uh, not unlike Doug Mellard, you have lost track of the tattoo, the number of tattoos. I have, but that's really sad, actually, now that I've confronted. <laughs> because it's single digits. <laughs> oh, yeah, but still, I mean, between seven, eight, nine, like in that range, you're thinking? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that's hard to keep track of those kind of numbers. Thank you, John. You know, once you get up there, (laughs) I can't keep track of oceans eight, ten, eleven, thirteen. Now I'm counting mentally, and it's it's uh it's eight. Okay, all right. So you just didn't know off the top of your head. Doug could go uh and explore and not come up with the number. With I sun, literally with some, there, there's some on my hand, back, and I literally with forget some hand what's mirrors out. And, yeah. and a flashlight. Doug couldn't tell you how many tattoos. Yes. <laughs> oh man, I'm wrong. I have nine. Oh, no. oh, I forgot no. about I my wrote, back. I wrote down eight and ink. This is a disaster. <laughs> I, See, I always, it, I always it, forget it, about the one on my back because I never. Yeah, it. it's weird. Like you know, people. A lot of people are like, "Well, there's just nothing permanent enough for me." But it is weird how it just becomes skin. You don't even think about it. No, not at all. Some just kind of disappear, and that's that. So somebody points it out, like, and you're like, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, there's, like, <laughs> no difference, in my opinion. There's no difference between having one tattoo and having a dozen. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 could, I, I get that. Like, I, I just think you either don't have tattoos or you just don't view it as this serious thing that needs to be a memento of the most perfect moment. Right. <laughs> yeah, unless it's like we're talking about, like, you know, the, the the wedding ring tattoo kind of thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Which, again, you know, make sure you, you just use initials or something that are easy to change to different initials. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> LB. <laughs> What's so from? easy to change that into DF or whatever. Um, okay. What's your so, worst tattoo? Me? Uh, wow. Oh boy. Yeah, because as we know, <laughs> so... I don't. I counted mine, and there aren't any. So, 
And I, you know, that's the thing I would just want to say about what Samantha just said. I've never met somebody who says I've got one tattoo because it was too painful or too whatever to do again. Like everybody that's gotten one uh, seems to be like, it's almost like giving birth like that, that pain is easily forgotten and you're not scared of experiencing it again. Yeah. I have no idea. I've never given birth and I never will. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, I don't know if you've been hearing about the latest laws, but uh, (laughs) let's not uh, let's not jump to conclusions about the the whole never. thing. It's brutal. It's brutal out there. Be careful out there. Um, I I am. (laughs) It all goes according to plan. A lot of people that aren't women have strong feelings about whether or not you should have a child. Uh, at, at every point uh, they, they either want to force oh anyway oh so, i was lurking last night i'm i'm a redditor and i was lurking on the conservative subreddit and they oh are God. so mad about roe versus wade being overturned now because they think it's the reason that the midterms weren't good so it's just a bunch of republicans being like oh my god we shouldn't have done the roe v wade thing oh man wow. we shouldn't have done that that was their <laughs> entire goal for so long and then they're like oh we should have held up on that a little bit (laughs) you know like the the putting those supreme court justices in it was just like uh, you know it just all came together exactly how they wanted it to yeah they just just on the monkey paw it's just the Um, timing of it that makes it bad just the timing Jesus. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> we're like we're fine with the rights yeah. being stripped away but did you have to do it during midterm season it's just, just a chess game to those people they're just it a is. bunch of political nerds that just want to outsmart each other and they don't and that's the thing is the long game is the tough game to be you know like uh yeah because they're all a thousand years old yeah, and they're just like they've just been they've had their eye on the prize the entire time. They don't uh you know, they don't give up, even though they get quiet sometimes, you know. But I didn't realize tattoo conversation would lead to politics. Uh <laughs> Doug, what is your worst tattoo? Oh man, there's so many. <laughs> uh probably like the tribal early on when i was like 18 i still have a uh, tribal i haven't covered up pretty bad pretty oh bad God. that was was like early aughts i feel yeah like it was yeah i was that. like 18 19 and just wanted a tattoo and didn't care what it was oh you know what i think it was i wanted this other tattoo and the artist wasn't talented enough so i just was there and was like all right i'll just get this thing on the wall like an idiot <laughs> She's my friend excited does. to do it. My friend got one of those in like 2009, 2010, and the artist lied to him and told him that there was no way to connect the tattoo all the way around his arm. Um, which is so funny. <laughs> oh my god! I think he just didn't feel like it. Wow, <laughs> that's he, a he long trip. I do. don't want to go all the way around that arm. That's crazy. <laughs> what am I? Yeah. Some sort of planet or something? He had plans like 50 minutes later or something. Yeah, That's sometimes crazy. it's the time crunch can lead to the worst tattoo uh, <laughs> situations. Because uh, you're drunk, you want a tattoo, and the guy says, you know, it'll take me 30, but I've only got 10. You just yell sold, and next thing you know, <laughs> you have a terrible tattoo. You got no regrets. <laughs> are any of, uh, are any of um, 
any of our names involved at all in any of your tattoos, Samantha? No. Um, but any tattoo on my body that has words attached, I essentially regret. Yeah. Right. You know, like I like all my, I like most of my tattoos. Like I have some silly ones. I have like a robot driving a spaceship. I have an old fashioned TV, like all really fun things. But honestly, the ones (laughs) that I would consider getting removed are all banned ones, like of lyrics or whatever. Yeah. Like Um, who was saying? (laughs) Yeah. I have a, (laughs) on my lower back, I have the reason is you. Wow. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. But I do unfortunately <laughs> on my upper back have will all float on on a hot air balloon and I think I might have actually just uh like forgotten I had that on purpose. <laughs> Until this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Sorry. like a suppression. I can like it. I like it. What is that? Friends Ferdinand? Uh, uh modest, modest mouse. mouse. Yeah. Modest mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a modest mouse tattoo. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be there forever. And I got it when I was 18. All right. It's a good song. It's a great song. It's just extremely basic. <laughs> when people see your tattoo, they get, then, then, they, then they're like, thanks. Now I got that song stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah, they, they do actually. Whenever I wear a swimsuit, I like forget it's there and people will be like, oh, yeah, that's a pretty good song. <laughs> all right well um all right already (laughs) yeah let's go into uh the meat of what we're here to talk about and that's your name uh we discuss it uh piece by piece we've had a few guests that have like you know five names all all total but we'll find out about you eventually let's but let's start with your first name okay how was it how was it growing up as a uh Samantha. It's obviously not short for anything. It's Samantha's the whole, the it's whole the, deal, right? Yes, the whole thing. <laughs> I uh, I actually never went by Samantha until I started doing stand up comedy. Oh, wow. interesting. Yeah. So, what did people call you? I was Sammy my whole life. Interesting, because I wrote down is that you know anyone call you Sammy because uh, I would think there's some Samanthas out there that don't enjoy. Sammy because Samantha is such an elegant name and Sammy is so quick and uh you know more like sounds more like a nickname yeah but that's, but that's really my vibe right you want you're friendly you're not a Samantha yeah I'm pretty <laughs> quick and informal <laughs> right <laughs> so I I think um I went by Sammy as a kid and if it was spelled a different way I would still be going by Sammy now um, my parents, God bless them, uh, decide. So they kind of picked Sammy for me. Uh, they they um, basically like got it monogrammed on all my baby stuff. Like I was Sammy, like from the go. Okay. Um, but they spelled it S A M I I. Whoa! What? Yeah. Like the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> <laughs> But 10 Damn. years before anyone had ever heard of it. Yeah. Um, so I, mean, I, spent, I spent my whole childhood being like, actually. Uh, and then when I started doing stand up, I got so sick of um, being annoying to MCs that I just started going <laughs> by Samantha. 
but you so your name has never been Samantha. Not even not you not on the birth certificate. No, no, it's my birth my birth certificate name is Samantha, but my parents okay. made the decision to immediately start calling me my nickname Sammy. Yeah, they just started printing it on things and then it yeah. just sort of stuck. So like first day of school each year, new teacher, uh, you explain to them it's Sammy and then that's what they call you. Yep. Yeah, I, I wrote Sammy Ruddy on every test. Uh, like that was by and large what I went by and like what school knew me as. I had friends who didn't know my name was Samantha. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So I actually, I really love Sammy. I just like, I'm stuck in this limbo, Dougs, where. Um... <laughs> so are we. <laughs> I'm stuck. I'm We're stuck, stuck in being this... Dougs. <laughs> I'm stuck in this limbo where um, I've started going professionally. Like when I worked at Full Frontal with Samantha B, I went by Sammy again to differentiate us. But I spelled it S-A-M-M-Y. And people from my childhood get so confused about that <laughs> and sometimes angry because they're like you corrected me on that like so much uh so i'm sort of stuck between a weird spelled sammy and a normal spelled sammy <laughs> yeah and I'll, it's just a uh, gotta create lots of lots of issues but even when you were a kid and you'd say to them my name is sammy and then you'd spell it for them some teachers must have pushed back like that's not how you spell sammy you know what i actually <laughs> never got that like i got wow. Wow. i know i got like a couple <laughs> eye rolls for like being particular but everyone was like <laughs> fine with it um i also am uh younger you know like full full-blown participation trophy receiving millennial born in 1992 <laughs> i think teachers were probably a little bit nicer when i was in school yeah that makes sense i mean the idea of the participation trophy i i feel like it's always been around in different uh different forms you know oh for uh, sure but, but it's definitely uh, you know like just the, just the fact that there's a game where they put the ball uh you know, on a post and then you, you just hit it. Like there's no pitcher T-ball, T-ball, just the fact that T-ball exists, that that whole game is a participation trophy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm the best at T-ball. Shut the fuck up. We're going to stop playing it in two years and never look back. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a great idea. Adult T-ball. Would that be fun? Oh, that was oh, so fun. Man. Don't I'm fuck around that. with a stupid pitcher. <laughs> just fucking just fucking all just bangers out to the outfield <laughs> all bangers <laughs> i don't know the right expressions to use no i love that, that good I, I love that i I really hope people start saying bangers instead of dingers <laughs> I, I think that's such an upward move <laughs> um i'm you know i'm all about implementing uh, new words uh whenever possible it's uh you know just makes life more fun yeah i'll never i'll never say anything but banger now for home run <laughs> it is better I mean, dinger is a step down for sure you're right uh-huh. yeah it doesn't even dinger doesn't sound like a positive thing no it sounds banger, like banger sounds car. great yeah yeah you know, that guy hit a home run and it dinged my car <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah those uh those words are uh that that each sport and thing has its own words is fun but what i have a question for the two of you 
at this time. I've been hearing about pickleball constantly lately after only hearing about it occasionally. So it never, I always just kind of wondered, what's that? And then didn't think too much about it. Then I finally had to really stop and think about pickleball <laughs> because Colbert's got a pickleball, celebrity pickleball tournament on, uh, on TV uh, next week on CBS. And I've, I still, even having heard about it, I've never seen people play pickleball. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's caught fire. It, it's I, like, I still, it's like, I've, yeah, I've never seen it's it. It's tennis with less running is my understanding. Yeah. But which is, but also less running, but also like really having to move fast in a small space, you know, mm. to get the ball because it's like, it's like tennis kind of, but you're like right up at the net all the time. Yeah, You know, and they even have special pickleball courts I didn't know about. I thought they just played it on tennis courts and just worked it out. Like, well, just stand closer to the net or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's like really. And and I'll tell you another thing that surprised me is the uh, now there's like a lot of cornhole uh, tournaments and stuff. Like ESPN is covering cornhole now. I love cornhole. Yeah. I think it's the best. I think it's like it's right up there. It's even better than bowling with anybody can can throw the bag into the hole at least yeah. once. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's such an equalizer. Like everybody can be great, you know, get one in, you know, at some point, you know, just like a strike in bowling. I, I love it. You watch the competitions and it's like those guys can eat and women can eat whatever they want. <laughs> Thank you. you. Thank you for acknowledging gender parity and. They don't, cornhole. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> despite how I cannot get over how dirty the name sounds, it's uh, disgusting. It, it, it is. Uh, they they are open to uh, to athletes of of all genders, <laughs> um, and uh, it's just. I and I love. Not only do I love playing cornhole, I, I love watching it when it. You know, when I'm in a hotel room and it's on ESPN. And then there's this other thing. Have you seen this thing? This uh, this tag game, speed tag, or something like that. Yeah, I know. yeah, I've seen it. Two oh, guys uh, and or women <laughs> run around. I don't think they do intramural though. Is that the right word? Um, uh, but they run around amongst a bunch of bars and poles and things in this like kind of maze, and yes. and it's tag. But you have to get up and over all of these bars and stuff and you're so you're moving quickly to get away from the other guy it's just basically two guys or girls chasing each other around in this fucking dangerous environment and they're they're not wearing pads the things aren't padded you know it's like um speed tight parkour yeah <laughs> sounds terrible it's I would insane to watch i would never participate but i love watching it's insane to watch because you're just like, watch your head, watch your head, like the entire time. <laughs> it's like if everybody in the plane got up and jumped up, you know, when the plane landed and hit their heads, you'd be like, oh, <laughs> a nightmare. Um, okay, so enough sports. I, I'm telling you, we never talk sports or politics on this show. This is a this is a real unique episode. <laughs> I love that I bring that out, and you guys. But I'm glad you addressed the what the hell is pickleball conundrum because I've been wondering the same thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to just watch this Colbert thing on TV, um, you know, next week and just learn about it, you know, because also yeah. some of the people playing it are people, you know, friends of mine, you know, that 
comedians and stuff because it's it's you know it's celebrity pickleball so you got to get so-called celebrities who are kind of athletic and willing to embarrass themselves <laughs> and uh and so then you end up just with you know comedians um so i already forgot which ones i think maybe ray romano <laughs> oh pickleball ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh I would love to see Jerry Seinfeld, you know, just like, what's the deal? It's not a pickle. It's not a ball, you know. Seinfeld, <laughs> you know, fancied himself quite the athlete back in the day. I don't know if he still like plays softball, but like, you know, they, they, I think they depicted softball on Seinfeld because he liked playing softball so much. I was actually in a pickup softball game with Jerry once and in between games, they had to pick, you know, everybody was picking sides and Jerry said to the guy that was one of the two team captains, pointed to me and said, that guy's good. After watching, only he only knew me from the first game. <laughs> and I'm terrible. I'm absolutely terrible. <laughs> and I got picked early because Seinfeld was like, pick him. Yeah, you're in with Jerry. Yeah, well, <laughs> and you can bet that's the story I'm going to tell him if I ever see him face to face again. <laughs> in, in a setting where we can actually talk. So I don't think he's going to be hearing that from me. What about when people decide to call just on their own volition, decide that you're a Sam and just say, hey, Sam. I don't mind it. I think you know, you're I, cool with I had a childhood where I was so particular about my name that almost as an act of rebellion, now in adulthood, I will tell people, Sam, Samantha, Sammy, all good, don't care. <laughs> That's really great. I mean, they're all fun names. Like, there's no, there's not, a, there's not they're a clunker or a dinger in the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. I like Sam, Sammy, Samantha. All, all good names. That's how that would be a good movie or song title. <laughs> all very different people, but great yeah. names. Yeah, you do conjure up different ideas with each of those names, too. It is, uh, there's a lot going on there. Um, one of my, uh, I was going to say one of my favorite movies as a kid, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a favorite. It's just a movie that I watched. And, you know, how when you're younger, you like, you know, every movie you watch is perfectly good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I, uh, have you ever heard of a movie called Samantha and Napoleon? I have not. Mm. Well, let me hip you to this, Sam, Sam, and Samantha. <laughs> it stars Jodie Foster, and she's Samantha, and Napoleon is a lion. What? Oh. Yeah, and somehow she becomes friends with this lion. As one the, does. Hence the title with the ampersand in the middle, like they're a team. And uh, yeah, so there you get you have it. It's a, a Disney film, and the great thing about this is I did not bother to do the research, so I could be getting any part of that wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I, I thought, oh, maybe she look. Because at first I thought it was called Samantha and the Lion, and then I thought about it for a while, and I was like, it's Disney. That lion's got a name. And then I just ran through the name Stitch. Hooch, and I finally hit on Napoleon. <laughs> Samantha and Hooch. Yeah, that's a different movie. 
<laughs> yeah, so different. <laughs> um, okay, one more Samantha tidbit for you before we move on. Um, I was a huge fan growing up of the television program Bewitched. Oh, I loved Bewitched growing up. And so that must have been a thrill that they were constantly calling her Samantha. And Sam. Because yeah. her husband Darren would go, Sam, when he was upset about something. <laughs> and, and, but but then people would call her Samantha when they were being like, you know, formal. And uh but did so as a kid, did you try, you know, to wiggle your nose like that? I did. Yes, I absolutely did. <laughs> I was I've like, never... right, let's see. <laughs> I've never been able to to pull that one off. I can't make my nose work like that. Um, middle name? You will, I don't are you have ready? one. Are you ready to tell us? I don't have one. What? No, you seriously, you could tell us all about it. <laughs> uh, it's Theodore. No, it's I, I don't have one. Space. <laughs> Theodore. <laughs> no, I grew up um I grew up Catholic and my mom wanted me to pick my own middle name out at my confirmation, but what I wasn't told was that that's not legally binding. So I just don't have a middle name. Cuz you'd Whoa. have to go like pay the money to like almost yeah. like a name change to put it in officially. Exactly. And I don't care. <laughs> There's I, not that know, many Samantha Ruddies. There's like four or yeah. five of us. Yeah. And you're not the first person on this show to say, I just don't have a middle name. And the S in Harry S. Truman didn't stand for anything. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Isn't that wild? <laughs> Another thing I think I made what? up. What? <laughs> If you made that up, I'm going to be so mad because that's my new fun fact. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he had genuinely has a middle name. I mean, I guess S could arguably be his middle name, but I that's think he... crazy. <laughs> so he just threw yeah. in an S to sound more formal. Um, well, or like the parents did, you know, like let's call it for a middle name. Let's just say S, uh, you know, maybe because they had several relatives that begin with S or something. Yeah, I'm again, again, I just ready. I don't even know if this is true. So, like, I'm I'm, I'm speculating <laughs> on something. I'm looking I'm, at it. His parents gave him the mid- his parents gave him the middle initial S to honor and please his grandfathers. So, yeah, nailed it. See, this That's is why, crazy. like, when I'm watching Jeopardy every night, I do pretty well because I lot I know a lot of shit that I don't I don't really know, and that's what Jeopardy is, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, wow. is it's just like stuff you don't really need to know, but you just know a lot of it for some reason. Wow. Yeah. So there's your new fun fact. <laughs> Our fun fact is that you don't have a middle name. Just Sammy. Just Sammy. Uh, Sammy Ruddy. I yeah. mean, which that's a great name right there. That Sammy Ruddy could be like either a super cool character or a villain. Yeah, I, you know? I I used to I, I went by Sammy Ruddy because like I, I like how it sounds. I just didn't yeah. feel like um having a conversation with my parents about how stupid the way they spelled it is. So I just pivoted to Samantha. <laughs> to avoid conflict, I changed my entire identity. Well, I you know, I just known you as Samantha uh, from your you know comedy and from your Twitter and from uh, you being now a champion on Douglas movies and um, uh, it works for me. All right. 
You can't see, but when you said that I was a champion, I uh, put my hands together and shook them in the air. That is the champion move. Like, if there's nobody else around, if there's other people around, then you have to say, hey, lift me up. But if there's no other people around, then you do the two hands clasped. Felt good. You you get it, you shake it on both sides and you get a little bit of an arm workout. Um, We got to take a break. This is, it's too intense. We have to slow down, take a break. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a break. Uh, We'll be right back after these words. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, we're back. I hope everybody had a nice break. Mine was pretty good. I got some things done. Um, But now it's time to ask Samantha Ruddy how she feels about her initials because Sam, what we have here is a case of just two initials. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not sexy. Yeah. Well, but a lot of triple initials are bad because they end up spelling something or, or, or they have letters that are, you know, unfortunate. Uh, But in your case, you know, I was thinking like, you know, you might be sore or sar or something like that, but, just SR are your initials. Yeah, just SR. But if I, my confirmation uh, name was Adela, which is, I was too old to pick SAR as my three letter initials, frankly. Right. Yeah, I shot myself in the foot. So I think that's actually part of the reason I never legally made it. So. <laughs> so you don't want SAR. <laughs> I don't want to be SAR on the monogram towels. <laughs> I don't even know how often the middle initial comes into monograms. I just know that, like, back in the day, if you typed a letter for somebody else, you're supposed to put your initials at the bottom in all in lowercase. And uh, so it always cracked me up that sometimes that would spell a word that'd be weird to see at the bottom of a a business letter. Um, so you said Samantha Ruddy is there's only four in the in the world. Is Ruddy a? Uh, do you feel like it's a common name? Yeah, I would say Ruddy seems medium common. Like it's not I, it's not like a McDonald or Smith, but it's it's pretty it's like relatively common. Are you familiar with the actor Paul Ruddy? Because he took the Y off when he got it when he became an actor. Are you kidding? Yes. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> my my father I thought once I got the Harry S. Truman thing. Uh, out yeah. there past everybody. Yeah, you had thought, goodwill. I thought I was golden. I could just make up anything. <laughs> my um, mother and my brother <laughs> are both named Paul Ruddy. Oh, Whoa. that's cool. Yeah. Um. So, do you think, like, are those do Rudd and Ruddy come from the same? You know, the same origins. They must. Uh, I don't know enough about it. 
you don't really you're you're not uh you don't investigate your own like you don't know the history of the ruddies so i do but it's a little complicated um First of all, my dad's side of the family loves to tell stories, so I have no idea what's true and what's false. Um, but oh, it sounds I... like they're the sounds like real fablemans. <laughs> <laughs> what I was told was that the last name used to be longer and Eastern European, but when they moved to Pennsylvania, um, they changed it to Ruddy because it sounded Irish, and that's what the community was. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. So it used to be like Rudislavich or like something long and like East, vaguely Eastern European. Um, but I, I, uh, I don't know what it was. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a decent edit, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's, it's a lot easier. I can't even imagine if I grew up as Sammy Rudislavich. I'm, I'm just correcting people on everything, trying to spell it out. It just, it would have been a nightmare. Yeah, and Ruddy uh, sounds, you know, like it could be uh, uh, first, you know, uh, some group tends to be named Ruddy, but it also just feels generic enough, you know, it feels like it covers uh, enough ground, like I wouldn't have necessarily assumed it was Irish. Yeah, yeah, it's just like generally European. Mm -hmm. um, there's a uh, film producer named Albert or Al Ruddy who is uh, depicted in a TV series called The Offer on Paramount Plus uh, he's played by Miles Teller oh I've actually I've gotten um, I've come across that before just because of the last name yeah yeah he's been a producer for years but like he was the guy who uh, essentially according to this TV series and everything I've heard about the situation you know he he got the Godfather made despite lots of uh, issues and it also turned out so good. And, you know, he's been a producer ever since, but uh, he only went back to the Oscars one more time for uh, that boxing Clint Eastwood boxing movie, million dollar baby. He produced that, mm. but, uh, but yeah, his name's Al Ruddy and, uh, but he's, you know, played by Miles Teller. So that, again, I think he's supposed to be Italian in the movie because he kind of uses it to, you know, uh, make friends with the mafia. And, you know, uh, you know, the mafia kept threatening everybody at Paramount, you know, and the filmmakers uh, that, you know, they couldn't they couldn't make the movie. And uh, so this producer had to, like, become friends with people in the mafia just to get them to settle down. That's hilarious. And, and he agreed with them and he made a deal with them. He said, how about if the Godfather, because it was already a book that was out. So they were, that's why the Italian mobster guys were already really mad. It's because it was like, which is hilarious. Like the mafia was mad that uh, there was, uh, you know, a book and now going to be a movie uh, that discloses, you know, that there's a mafia <laughs> that's about the mafia. You know, it's about them. And they're like, you can't do that. So, uh, they they just uh, he just made a deal with them. He said we won't use the word mafia in the movie. So he goes to Francis Ford Coppola. He's like, we can make your movie, but you can't use the word mafia. And Francis is like, great. <laughs> so that's why they don't. They just say Cosa Nostra and vague things like that in the movie. Yeah, they yeah. never say mafia. And it's you know it's the number one mafia movie, and it's beloved by 
members of the mafia and and non-members alike. Uh, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. So um, all of that is just because of the name Ruddy that I ended up <laughs> into that long-winded <laughs> explanation. <laughs> But I did. I do. I love The Godfather, and so I enjoyed that uh, that that uh, TV series. You know, just because it was interesting. Even though I think some of it is exaggerated, I don't think he became that tight with the mafia. Yeah, I guess Ruddy does sound Italian. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. otherwise like my mom, as far as she knows, her heritage is Italian, and my dad's mom was Italian. So like people just assumed it was, but it's actually. Uh... I think it's supposed to be Irish. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, just to, just throwing it out there that uh, you've got a, there's an old producer out there named Al Ruddy, or maybe I don't think he died yet, but he's, he's very old. And, uh, well, know, I got to meet him. Exactly. There's not much time left. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> put it on, put you put it on his and your bucket list. Yeah. I'm putting it on um, the top of my list to meet each other. Um, so since you had this cool name, Sam, Sam, Sammy, Samantha, and you know, just anybody dealer's choice, anybody could call you any of those. Yeah. Did anybody then or now have the nerve to get, call you some other name, call you like, give you a nickname of any kind that's not in the Sam family? No, I mean, I get ruddy from my friends. Right, just it. ruddy. Yeah, it's a yeah. good last name to just say. Yeah, it's a fun one. So, but no, yeah. I've never, I've never really had a nickname. I, wow. you know, I think they're overrated. I've never had one. Um, we think people named Doug tend to not have them because you know that already sounds like a nickname. Yeah, <laughs> it's short. It already sounds like a joke. I mean, I think um, my dad has a nickname that like the whole town calls him oh. uh and so i think that i was just like okay i'm just gonna be me what so what does everybody in the town call him can i guess um you'll never <laughs> ever ever guess it but go ahead shifty no <laughs> i just think it'd be funny if it turned out to be a kind of negative <laughs> <laughs> no it's actually i'll give you a hint uh, okay it is a nickname that was relatively innocuous um, when it was given to him in the late 70s, early 80s, and now has sexual connotations. Ooh. Oh, I like this. <laughs> I like this game. <laughs> like Woody? <laughs> you're, on the yeah. right, you're on the right track. Oh, bo- bo- not Boner. No. <laughs> uh, okay, you're not that close. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so I'm ruling out all all uh penis. It's not phallic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh but it's dirty now and it's changed over time. Those are always good ones. This is my Doug Loves movies, just me trying to make people <laughs> guess my dad's nickname. <laughs> What letter does it start with? Um, so it's two words. <laughs> okay. But the important word is the second <laughs> one. The first one's just an adjective. Okay. The second word is a noun, and it starts with D. Hmm. 
<laughs> he said it's not phallic though, so it's not big dick or something. I know, right? No, but you got the first word right. <laughs> okay. Oh, big. okay. Okay, so he's got big something energy. Um big <laughs> dork. No, that's kind of a that's no. kind of a word for penis too. Um let me know if you want me to give it to you. <laughs> I love how it's a word that's become dirty. It's not, not dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one right, right out the gate was pretty dirty. I think it always was, right? Always. <laughs> uh, uh, you got any guesses, Doug? I got nothing. I'm so... It's going fr- to be frustrating to both of us, though, probably. It's going to frustrate you both, yeah. Ah. From <laughs> <laughs> 70s till now. Yeah. Damn it. And the word's gotten dirtier. I love I don't it. Know. I don't I love know. The word could have gotten dirty on us. All right. It's uh his nickname is Big Daddy. Oh, <laughs> yes. So just <laughs> not grown... just dirty, but just un- uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I think of like daddy is like kind of I mean, I, everyone thinks of daddy as like a sexual thing now. Yeah, right. and it's not, you know, and then people still say it about their actual daddy or just about yeah. a person that they don't want to have sex with, but they still say it, and it's just like stop it. It's like the word has changed. <laughs> but yeah, yeah really, like my dad, yeah. my dad's in his mid sixties, and like other sixty year old men in town will just come up to him at the bar and be like, "Daddy, what's going on, big daddy?" <laughs> He has, I, a, he has I, a sticker on his car that says Big Daddy. Like, it's part of his identity. No, and oh, in, in the, and it's absolutely adorable. Like, there's nothing, like, in that, if I saw that happen, if I saw, uh, you know, an older dude being called by his male friend's daddy, I, I would, uh, that's, that's fun. It's fun. I think it's you hilarious. Know? It's just uh, funny it's just, how just, it's shifted. How it's definitely everybody. a better scenario than picturing, yo, big dick, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I think right out the gate, dick might have been sexual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But oh man, big daddy. It kills me. I love it. And that but that everybody just calls him that uh out loud is is really fun. Um there was a guy who did uh, lighting for sitcoms back in the day uh like uh mr belvedere that kind of thing and he was always winning emmys for electronic uh you know video lighting or whatever he was really good at it but he just worked on dumb shows but his name was george spiro db and he was this really friendly uh greek fellow and he called everybody strangers friends relatives everybody when referring to a person he called them sexy and (laughs) it completely worked it never felt like he was hitting on anybody or you know about sexuality it was just like hey sexy you just call everybody sexy go stand over there go stand on your mark sexy it was amazing because everybody feels good being called sexy at least (laughs) at least back then you know back in his day because i don't even know if he's he's around anymore but also just it's just such a smart you know because then also if somebody does go hey don't call me sexy hey i call everybody sexy (laughs) you know it's just like (laughs) then he turns to the next person says hey sexy you know he means it you know he really does just call it yeah um 
I think we've come upon the most important question that we ask on this show, Sammy. Ooh. And that is, um, do you know any Dougs? How are, how's your life been as far as, have there been any influential Dougs in your life? You know, there has been actually. What? I, I did have a, <laughs> I had a Doug come into my life. Uh, now I feel bad because I'm worried that I'm forgetting a Doug. Oh, that's okay. Cause I'm worried uh, I'm going to talk about this Doug and the other Doug who is like a huge fan of this podcast is going to be then, like, what the fuck? I heard you talking to the Dougs. You and then there's going to be a big Doug fight. It's going to be yeah. a Doug fight. <laughs> I, I uh, think it's, um, <laughs> uh, it's not, it's not an issue really. Um, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, I had a really good boss whose name was Doug when I was uh in my early twenties. Um, when I, I I worked in tech when I was um like twenty one, twenty two, and I moved out to Colorado for a summer to take a internship at this company, and I didn't have any friends, I didn't know anyone, and my boss turned out to be this like super nice dude who was a comedy fan and like. We wound up just like really hitting it off, even though I hated the job and a lot of the people at the company. Good old Doug. Dougs, they're reliable. It's just you meet a Doug, Mm -hmm. they're gonna be a good time. Yeah, I think I think it's a fine line between good time and uh, annoying, or not not necessarily annoying, but just like um, it's. I, I just now I cannot watch a sitcom without somebody, a character named Doug walking in or uh, someone saying something about someone named Doug. It always has that. It's it's right now. We just discovered recently, Doug and I, that Chad is, is really giving Doug a run for its money. Yeah. For like just a throwaway reference of like, oh, here comes Chad, or you know, <laughs> yeah. oh, but what about Doug? You know, like names that are just said like dripping with like disdain or disinterest or like you know that goof, that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to push back on your lived Doug experiences, <laughs> but I but. think of when I think of Doug, I definitely think more on the goof side, like. Yeah. I don't like I think of Chad as like a douche and I think of Doug as like <laughs> class clown. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and put the uh, wide world of Chad's on hold for now then. Uh <laughs> no 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 reason to celebrate them. But uh yeah, I mean Doug's are just like it's just sort of it's just a fun yeah, it's just immediately fun but it's not necessarily a compliment. I get that. You know, uh, especially like I was saying, like on sitcoms, like it's always like because like in its last season on the air, uh, the show Modern Family, which I enjoyed very much. Uh, I reached out, I, you know, I saw one of the guys who was a, a producer on it, writer on it, like uh, seemed like a really cool guy. I uh, was, uh, you know, working on the show and I just said, hey, you know, I wouldn't I, I would love to come in and read for a part on that show. And he was like, oh, good to know. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, think, you know. If something comes up, I'll let you know. Or, you know, so then my uh, representation gets a call and they're like, uh, there's a part uh, they want you to come and read for a modern family. 
and and then the, you know the character is a goof and does weird things and is inappropriate and uh and his name is doug <laughs> and i go in there fired up like they wrote this for me yeah. the guy's name is doug and i told them i wanted to be on the show and yeah, you know i would have i, I would have thought the same thing yeah and no just doug is just a funny name that they would give that character oh man and it didn't didn't cross anybody's mind that like you know <laughs> <laughs> but i was still it was still an honor to get to uh audition for it and uh and you know and when i watched the episode i still just sort of uh you know sat there contentedly thinking that character's based on me <laughs> <laughs> that asshole um but that's good that you have a really good Doug. It tends people tend to have one or two in their lives, and they tend to be good ones. If you know somebody that insists on being called Douglas, they're gonna. There's a good chance they're gonna be <laughs> a pretty hoity-toity individual, or like a, a ship ship captain. Mm. You know, I, I don't think I've ever met a Douglas. That someone that just says, "Hey, I'm Douglas," is I think is pretty hard to find. Like I think. Just society just calls them Dougs, and then they're forced to behave like Dougs. Even our second gentleman, Douglas Emhoff, is often referred to as Doug Emhoff, and I even think that's his uh, Twitter name is just Doug Emhoff. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And we always ask our guests about Doug Emhoff because we keep hoping to get him on the show and uh, just run into that one person that happens to have some connection to him. Have you ever met him? No. I bet he's a big Samantha B fan. Yeah, I, I have not met him, but yeah, probably. Yeah, I think so. Makes sense. What about Samantha's in your life? How many of those have you come across? Um, a decent amount. Um, but mostly my age. Um Oh, it, it's a name that really caught up it really took off for a little bit there. Yeah, it was huge in the eighties and nineties. Um, like Sam, Sam B is probably the only Samantha I know who's not a millennial. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and a character we missed was, uh, Samantha. Wasn't that Alyssa Milano's character on Who's the Boss? Oh, yeah. Sam! Do your homework, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Angela! Good. I, I immediately knew. <laughs> uh, uh, also sam from cheers not a samantha oh, but you know on right there. but that would have been a fun episode where it's revealed that sam's actual first name is samantha oh yeah that's that's a cheers plot line absolutely <laughs> my parents he'd be, yeah he'd be so embarrassed by that uh-huh. and everyone would give him a, a carla would never let it go oh, like, God. she would that's what she would call him all right, Dougs, let's write the spec script. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, all right. What, how are we doing on time? Oh, we're doing great on time. So um, since you answered all the questions honestly and correctly, because we have a real-time fact checker. Um, Harry S. Doing Truman's it? doing the fact checking. <laughs> no, it's, uh, the my stuff doesn't get a fact <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. Do you think do you think Samantha B is a good speller? Yeah. 
Because I just think anyone with the <laughs> last name B. I just got spelling bee. Yeah, I got it. Kind of <laughs> it took them, me so. a second. I was very <laughs> earnestly like, yeah, she's intelligent. Yeah, she's smart. She can spell. She she's can been definitely in... spell words. She knows her way around a B. <laughs> she wrote a book. <laughs> Why is it even called spelling B? I don't know. That is a fantastic question. We if you, thought you, would if know. you don't know words, you might get stung. <laughs> um, Samantha Ruddy, what would you like to promote uh, at this time? What are your plugs? Ooh, um, okay. Well, I would like to plug. Uh, I have a show in Brooklyn at Union Hall on December 4th called Cozy Sweater at 5.30 p.m. If you're in Brooklyn, New York, I have a show December 4th. I don't know why I'm saying it like I'm on the radio, but that's, <laughs> that's my plug. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's why we do it, in case anybody uh, listens to this in the area and uh, wants to come check you out. And then your uh, socials are Samly Matters. Yeah, they're all at Samly Matters, S-A-M-L-Y-M-A-T-T-E-R-S. You are just like, that's your goal is just have as many names as possible. I just, uh, I'm but, addicted to Sam. But keeping that root name, but then every <laughs> yeah. other possibility that you can come up with. Uh, oh, and then for a man, I guess Sam is short for, is it always short for Samuel? I think so. Yeah. Um, And uh, there's also Sam's, Uh, I think... I think there's another S name that people shorten to Sam that typically is a women's name. I think it's like Samaria. Oh, I've met yeah. I've met one or two. Yeah, that makes sense. Or like uh, like uh, there's an actress Samara Weaving who's Hugo Weaving's daughter, and uh, she probably goes by Sam with friends and stuff. Oh, you know what, Sam J. Yeah, uh, her name oh, is yeah. Samaria. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I never, knew I knew I knew another Sam who wasn't a Samantha. Yeah, I never even thought about I never even thought of Sam J as even being a Samantha. I was just always like, yeah, that's Sam J right there. Yeah. That's her name. <laughs> well, you were correct. Not yeah. not a Samantha. Well, Doug, we gotta get her on the show. That's a that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. What do you got to plug, buddy? I will be headlining Cap City's Red Room. This Saturday for a matinee show they're trying uh, at 4 p.m. So come on and check that out here in Austin, Texas. And I'll be headlining that same room on December 1st at 8.30. So come on out. And then I'll kick it over to you to tell them about what we're doing soon together. No, that's right. We are bringing Wide World of Dogs to a live audience at the Come and Take It Festival in Houston, Texas on Saturday November 19th at 4.20. The next day, I'm doing a Doug Loves Movies in that same spot at 4.20. Doug and I will be there doing some stand-up shows probably, too. And if you're in Los Angeles, Doug Loves Movies is at Dynasty Typewriter uh, next Saturday, November 12th at 4.20. We did it. We said everything there is to be said. Samantha Ruddy, thank you so much. Thank you. I had so much fun. Oh, good. I That's appreciate that. About is people having fun because then now there'll be several people reaching out to you saying Doug Benson claims you had fun on his 
show about Fact Doug. Check. And, and, yeah, and then you can you can tell them and then send them send them back our way. Uh, and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you very much. Thank you everybody for listening. And as always, don't be a fuddy duggy. <laughs>